Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, sports edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Welcome in, cronies, to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, Sports Edition. I'm here with my two best friends, John and Jay. Hey. And today I want to I was, start out the sh- I was really curious how you were going to introduce me, Ryan. Yeah. I appreciate that. Friend is a strong... <laughs> friend is a strong word. Uh, today I want to start out the show before we get to a game, and I want to tell some people what grinds my gears. What grinds my gears is a few things. Fantasy football... And bad, utterly, painfully, disgusting quarterback play. Mm. I could go to a Pop Warner League and watch an eight-year-old kid throw the ball better than Zach Wilson. Now, they look the same, but it's true. The Jets lost to the Patriots 10-3. to I am hyped for this game. I'm watching this game. John. We can't. You didn't. <laughs> we can't get. Oh, I hate John. What People, John just took off a article of clothing to reveal the ugliest hoodie I've ever seen in my life with a Patriot on the front. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I don't buy a lot of sports, like men memorabilia or shirts or jerseys or anything like that. I think they're always really overpriced. But a few years ago, I got a great deal on this Patriots hoodie. It was on sale, and I was like, I'm going to take advantage of that. And um came in handy during winter. This cronies, <laughs> this will be John's last episode with us. But the whole week, I'm sitting here just excited. I'm excited because I feel like we got a great team. We have a chance. We should have beat the Patriots the last time we played them. So I'm thinking, this is the time. We're going to beat them. This is going to happen, and our quarterback plays the worst I've ever seen a quarterback play. Just the balls were all over the place, inaccurate, just terrible. And speaking of, of sports things and clothing you buy, I want to tell you guys about my jersey collection that I'm never going to buy an active NFL player's jersey again. And let me tell you why. The first jersey I ever bought was a Curtis Martin jersey after he led the league in rushing. I was super excited. Curtis Martin's one of my favorite players. Led us to a lot of great years. Got his jersey. Led the league in rushing. What can go wrong? Tore his knee to shreds the next year, the beginning of the year. Career's done. I'm disappointed. Not too long after that, the Jets drafted a dynamic rookie named Jonathan Vilma. He won mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. So the second year, I'm like, I'm not gonna go. I don't want an offense player to get hurt. So I'm gonna go smart. I'm gonna take a young defensive player who's very good. So I took Jonathan Vilma. Traded to the Saints <laughs> that <laughs> off season. So then fast forward, 2010. We just made our second AFC championship in a row with Mark Sanchez. I no. get his jersey. I get his jersey. Not only 
Not only did I buy his jersey, a guy that worked for me was dating uh, a lady who worked with uh, Robin Givens, who used to be on ESPN, and she's on um, NBC, Good Morning NBC, or whatever it's called. And he went to New York to visit her, and they went to a party that Mark Sanchez was going to be at. So I gave him my jersey. He got it autographed for me. Oh, autographed Mark Sanchez jersey. That year, you're, you're responsible for the butt fumble, Ryan. That year, <laughs> the butt fumble. I haven't. I didn't buy a jersey for over ten years. This year, I'm excited about the Jets' future. Zach Wilson has the tools. He finished the year pretty good last year. I buy a Zach Wilson jersey. <laughs> He gets hurt in preseason. The game, the pretty much the week I bought the jersey, he got hurt in preseason, and then he comes out and does this. Robert Sala came out today. He is not committing to his starting quarterback this week, which pretty much means in young quarterback language, you're done. I'm excited that we have an opportunity to make the playoffs with another quarterback, but I'm disappointed. I wasted all that money. On another jersey, just to ruin another young player's career. <laughs> now Onto your problem game. is Ryan, you're 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 buying New York Jets jerseys. <laughs> I mean, that's your main problem. Here. I'm done buying jerseys. I'm never. I'm only going to buy former player jerseys from now on. Please don't ever buy a Chiefs jersey. Yeah, <laughs> that's all yeah. I can say. Like, I I don't need that type of drama in my life. One of the worst things that came out of this game was I thought the press conference where mm-hmm. they ask Zach Wilson, hey, man, your defense didn't allow a single touchdown. Do you feel bad that you let them down? I mean, it is the softball question. He like, said, do, just, you think, do you think offensively you guys let the defense down? His answer, no, not at all. <laughs> it was a softball question. He just had to hit the home run like – just I have work to do. I will improve. I'll, yep. be, I'll be back next week, and yeah, we will get this figured we out. Did. Absolutely we did. I take full responsibility. I mean, Garrett Wilson, rookie Garrett Wilson, is saying he let them down and that the offense needs to play better, and there are players that need to step up and play better. And Zach Wilson's like, no, nope, everything's fine. Yeah, I did great. I did I that was died. exactly our game plan, and we executed <laughs> we it. <hit> nine <laughs> for we, twenty-two, seventy-seven we wanted yards, negative twenty-one passing yards in the second half. We but almost we, beat them. We almost beat them with that. <laughs> I think that was the comment that got him in the doghouse because Robert Sala uh, after the game said, "The because asked, are you going to go with Mike White or Joe Flacco next week?" And he said, "A quarterback change is the farthest thing from my mind." Today he came out and said, "I'm not committing." who the starting quarterback is because mm. that press conference happened almost the same time his did shortly after so he didn't even know he said that at the time yeah, probably not yeah it not good not good for zach wilson not good for the jets like you, you know. said they they can still turn it around but have you guys been following that coin flip dude who coin flipped all the Jets games? Mm-hmm. He predicted that guy saved that guy saved my life yesterday. He <laughs> predicted the Jets would lose. He's also predicted the Jets will lose next week, and then they're going to go on like a six-game winning streak. So we'll see what happens. So I'm losing the AFC losing the AFC championship. Yep. 
So that means they'll give Zach Wilson one more week. <laughs> he won't do good, and they'll put in somebody <laughs> and then else. They then they'll go on the winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about the Jets. Let's talk about the Patriots for a Thank second. You. I mean, uh, 14 wins in a row against the New York Jets. I mean, streaks do come to an end, but that's pretty darn impressive, if you ask me, against a divisional opponent. Jay, you got a game to go over here next, don't you? <laughs> Ryan, are you uh, cutting off the Patriots talk? We've I talked mean. about enough about this game. Let's go to the next one. Uh, we'll go all the way back to Thursday night. We got the Titans and Packers. Uh, Titans win 27-17. to 17. Um, Once again, I feel like I'm a broken record. I said the same thing last week. I thought, man, this is they must have won because it was all King Henry. King Henry played great. He had 87 yards, one touchdown on 28 carries, carried a lot. But this game was won by the passing of Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Ryan Tannehill uh, threw for 333 yards, two touchdowns. He was very efficient, only missed five throws. Um, So, yeah, Tannehill looked great again. Uh, His ankle looks healed up. And once again, uh, the Packers, Rodgers, not looking good. I'm sure John can elaborate how uh, Wisconsin felt. This week, uh, they sucked. They did not do good. They ruined my life. Um, Luckily, it was opening deer season in Wisconsin, so I'm sure that probably helped out with a lot of pack pack fans. But it was a really rough game to watch all over, man. Like, I remember watching that game, and Tannehill was making some good throws, and the Packers just going to get anything going. They were just going three and out, three and out, three and out. Then towards the end, they had some mojo going. But King Henry also had a passing touchdown, Jay. You forgot to oh, mention that. Oh, I forgot to mention that. So not only can he run the ball on the ground, he can pass it more yards than Zach Wilson and get touchdowns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you want to say something about the uh, Titans in this game? Their rookie wide receiver, Traylon Burks, had his uh, coming out game. Yep. At over 100 yards receiving, looked good, and... You know, Mike Vrabel, to me, Mike Vrabel is the star of this team. He coaches them up so good. And yep. the their last drive of the game when they had the ball and they got the ball back and there was, I don't know how many seconds left, but they, they couldn't kneel on it yet. And they thought they were going to run it and milk the clock out. He knew they, they were going to play to run. So he throws a bomb down the field to Traylon Burks, and he was wide open because they didn't expect that at all. Just tells you how much smarter he is than everybody else. Not only did the uh, Patriots get a punt return touchdown to win the game this week, uh, Cordell <laughs> Patterson had a kickoff return for a touchdown uh, to get the momentum going for the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta 27, Chicago Bears 24. Pretty close game throughout. I think Fields threw a late interception that yep. pretty much sealed the game for Atlanta. Uh, Cordell Patterson, though, is now the all-time leading return kickoff touchdown guy in the league. What's more impressive to you guys, a punt return or a kickoff return for a touchdown? I'm I'm impressed by both. I've always thought a kickoff return because it's usually going to go a full 100 yards. With a punt return, sometimes it can be a muffed kick. There's things that, that happen. Um, but I, I'm impressed by all of them. John brought it up. The Patriots did win on that um, final uh, punt return, which was just crazy because both offenses were horrible. Um, but uh, Patterson did set the record, and I thought that was awesome. 
Yeah, I don't like punt returns. Um, <laughs> <sure. laughs> go to the next game. Ravens beat the Panthers, thirteen to three. Very ugly game. Uh, Ravens defense uh, with their new newly addition, Rokon Smith, pretty much dominated the Panthers. They couldn't do anything all game. Uh, Ravens did just enough to win. They didn't particularly look very good, but they won the game. Um, yeah, not much else to say about that game. Pretty boring game. Defensive, uh, the defense won the game. That was about it. Yeah, um, another game that didn't have um, a ton of action. It was actually a lot higher scoring than what it seemed like it was playing out. Bills win uh, 31 to the Browns, 23. Um, Bills had it pretty much in the bag um, going into the fourth quarter. They were up uh, 28 to 10 with only six minutes left. So the Browns did get some garbage time touchdowns to make the score appear a lot closer. But Bills pretty much had that one wrapped up. Um, not a lot of action from Josh Allen. He still, he still looks hobbled. I'm not sure um, if it's that elbow that's hurting him or what's going on. But, yeah, Allen only threw 197 yards and a touchdown. Um, just didn't turn the ball over a ton, which was good. Now, was that the Detroit Bills? <laughs> that would be the Detroit <laughs> Bills because Buffalo was buried. Watching video of Bills Mafia, I think, John, you sent that to me. Where they were uh, digging the yep, uh, players the, out, the players yeah. out yeah. Uh, to get them on the road. That was awesome. Oh, this is mafia. the this is the most meaningful game for a Detroit team this late in the year. I, I think I I think I read a meme or something where it was like this is the first time since uh, 2014, 2015. I could be wrong on the year that a that a home team in Detroit has a winning record or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the Bills get to play there on Thanksgiving again, so they don't even have to go anywhere. Yeah, that was um, I'm so Josh Allen had one passing touchdown, and Devin Singletary had one running touchdown in that game. So that's 14 points, and they had 31 points. And the kicker for the Bills <laughs> went off at six for six. 56 was the longest. Got 19 total points Crazy. for the Buffalo Bills. Like. I think he's like, hey, can we can we build a dome over the <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> field? <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I mean, just insane on the stat there that this high-powered offense, you know, shows you how valuable a kicker is when he's got a good leg on him. Yep. Uh, Commanders and Texans played. Uh, Commanders won 23 to the Houston Texans 10. Um, Tyler Henneke, another very efficient game. No touchdowns. Yep. Didn't turn it over, though. Let the defense get there. I think the defense had a return pick six. Uh, just Started very, the game that way. Started the game with that pick six. To start that way. Just a very solid game by those commanders. They've been uh, turning it on as of late, and the Texans have been uh, turning it off as of late and are on a losing skid here, so... Not much yeah. more on that game, I guess. Yeah, I don't think uh, Taylor Heineke is going to be losing his job anytime soon. He's definitely the quarterback they need there, it looks like. He's also yeah. a free agent next year, just saying, Jets. Mm. <laughs> the the Texans are well on their way right now to be the number one pick next year. I yes. think they should just keep that at the forefront of their mind because uh, Davis Mills is definitely not the answer at quarterback either. You know, 
You know what he does though? He can throw for more yards than Zach Wilson in a game. <laughs> so maybe he's a free agent next year. Yeah, he probably will be. <laughs> All right, next one: Eagles, Colts, Eagles. Barely survived this one, 17 to 16. Jeff Saturday almost coached him up to beat the one-loss Eagles, but just couldn't quite do it. The Eagles hung on. 17-16, hard-fought battle. Uh, couldn't do much in the passing game for the Eagles. Um, kind of had to scratch and claw their way to 17 points. And uh, Colts, the Colts had a chance. They just couldn't quite... Uh, Put it in there at the end. So, yeah, I think uh, I was watching the game and they got that field goal at the end. They only go up by six, and I was like, "Well, they lost." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the Eagles—they did not lead that entire. They were losing the entire game until the final minute and twenty seconds. So, props to them for finding ways to win. Um, but yeah, on I was again impressed by Jeff Saturday. Uh, that's one of the things that the Bears haven't figured out, uh, not to jump all the way back to that, but Justin Fields, uh, is this like three or four games in a row where they drop it on the final possession uh, where he they can march down the field and do something and Fields just can't figure out a way to get it yet? Um, I also read today that he there's like one of two options. He might play this coming week or he might be done for the rest of the year they haven't decided how bad his injury is yet is that justin fields yeah i'm hoping he's done since the jets play him next week <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have hope huh mm -hmm. uh going into the next game you got the lions versus the giants watch out people Dan Campbell and the Lions are on a three-game winning streak. Ooh. Lions win against the Giants 31-18. to uh, They haven't had a three-game win streak. I, I can't remember. It was, it's been a long time. It's been like eight or nine years. And so uh, Lions are putting together some wins. Jamal Williams had, what I think, what, three touchdowns. Uh, just did the running Leads game. the league. Was, yeah, running game was awesome. Not much in the passing game, but they didn't really need it. Jared Goff just had to be efficient with the ball, not turn it over, and that's what he did. Yeah, the uh, Lions dominated that game. Giants, they just they beat them on both sides of the ball all day. Uh, really the first time I thought the Giants looked this bad with Brian Dabble as their yeah. coach. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Lions are they're a bubble team for the playoffs. They're out of the playoffs right now, but – their team, you got to watch them. They play the Bills this week. They, I mean, you can't say they can't beat the Bills. They could beat the Bills. They beat the Bills. Watch out. That's all I got to say. Hey, Detroit yeah. doesn't lose on Thanksgiving Day, Ryan. That's a fact. <laughs> they play. They play a lot better on <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah, really. Uh, Daniel Jones didn't look stellar at all. Saquon had a rough outing. Fifteen yep. carries, twenty-two yards, only averaged one and a half yards per carry. Um, yeah, Giants really uh, need to regroup here. Uh, but congrats to you, Dan Campbell. Keep it rolling. Uh, Rams and Saints. Rams and Saints. Um, Rams 20, New Orleans 27. They squeaked out the win there. Uh, didn't really watch much of this game, to be honest with you, so I can't go too much into detail. Red but, Rifle, um, baby. Talk about the Red Rifle. Red Rifle 
woke up this morning and he said, I'm going to get some touchdowns. Three touchdowns, 260 yards, only four incompletions. For those of you who don't know who Red Rifle is, it is Andy Dalton. He is the leader of the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Matt Stafford, a couple <laughs> touchdowns, 159 yards. I see the uh, another guy threw some passes in there. Perkins, didn't Stafford get hurt? He did get game? hurt, He yes. did. He, he left did? the game okay. injured. And Concussion. the other... The well, other, here's, here's the, the funny thing. Sorry, Jay. Here's the funny thing about it. He was in. He didn't play last week because he was in concussion protocol. He was yep. in concussion protocol, but he never had a concussion. He was never. The doctors never said he had a concussion. He was just in concussion protocol this whole time. And this week, he got a concussion. He got knocked <laughs> out of the game with a concussion. <laughs> so, a little karma there, I guess. The only thing I was going to say was the backup they had last week was Wolford, but he was ruled out before this game with a mm-hmm. neck injury. And so backing him up was Perkins. And, yeah, Perkins had to come in because Stafford left. Yeah, Rams are bad. They're bad. Rams are bad. Uh, speaking of a team that's not bad, the Dallas Cowboys put a whooping on the Minnesota Vikings 40-3. to This game... I can give you the play-by-play of the Vikings offense this game. Kirk Cousins, behind center, says hut. Kirk Cousins is wondering who's going to get to him first, the ball to his hands from the center <laughs> or the Dallas defensive line, because that's how fast they got there. The, the Vikings receivers couldn't even start their routes, and this guy had people on him all day. I felt sorry for the guy. Uh, probably definitely a different plane ride home. After this yeah. game, <laughs> no gold chains are dancing in this one. Give up his gold chain to Dak after the game, I heard. Cowboys team came out firing, though. Their defense looked phenomenal. Their offense, uh, they didn't have to do, I mean, they ran the ball so efficiently against the Vikings, they didn't have to do too much. Tony Pollard, uh, I think he's like the eighth best fantasy running back this year. He looked great yesterday catching and running. At, or, uh, Ezekiel was back. He looked all right. And back to the drawing board for the Vikings. They play Thanksgiving night, so we'll see what happens there. Cowboys play Thanksgiving, too. Both of them do. So That's but, called uh, getting uh, really mad and pissed off that you got beat by the Packers last week, and that's cool. how you respond right there. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a what heck that of a is. way to respond. One, one team coming off of a bad loss and one team coming off of a big win, and it looked like but it. But – with that as well, it was 3 p.m. Kirk Cousins. It wasn't yep. 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins. So <laughs> 4 p.m. Kirk Cousins is not 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins. I had the choice to start him in a fantasy league, and I'm like, I don't know if I trust 4 p.m. Kirk Cousins because nope. he's kind of in between, you know? So I you sat him on the bench. Never, good, never good choice. trust 4 p.m. Kirk Cousins. Only 1 p.m. Kirk. Well, if you want to talk about teams coming off big wins and heading into this game – this isn't these teams. We had the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> versus the Denver Broncos. Both of them are just just skid marks in the NFL right now. I was not excited for this game. I didn't know who to pick. I ultimately picked the Raiders. Uh, and once again, Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos just can't win the whoa, game. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you hear that? Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> Uh, it it is so bad that Melvin Gordon got cut today. Mm. Um, he He's fumbled the problem. 
Yeah, he he fumbled the ball. It was his fifth fumble of the year. They cut Melvin Gordon, and I'm sitting here like he's the one that has to go. Listen, um, this is how bad it is. They cut Melvin Gordon with their backup running back Chase Edmonds probably ruled out already for next week too. So their running back <laughs> is Old Man River Latavius Murray for the and rest of the it. year. That's it. That's, that's it. all they got. They don't wow. have anyone else. Uh, the Vegas, the the, the Las Vegas, Vegas, the Vegas. <laughs> Thank you. The Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> they they won in overtime, twenty two to sixteen. Devontae Adams had two uh, two touchdown passes. Um, other than that, there wasn't. I don't think another touchdown. Oh, Murray ran one in for the Broncos. But yeah, low scoring game. Lots of field goals. Um, both teams just did not actually look the best. The Raiders did look the best in the fourth quarter and overtime, um, ultimately getting that win. But, yeah, it's just it's really sad watching both these teams. And Broncos, we have been calling for – I say we because I live in Colorado. They've been calling for Nathaniel Hackett to be fired since week two. I don't know when – the Denver's going to finally listen because he does not look like a good coach. It was announced before this game that he would not be making any offensive plays, play calling, and he gave that to the QB coach. And um, yeah, it, it didn't it, do much better. It did. It just doesn't <laughs> matter. The Broncos just look pathetic. There was a uh, TikTok video I saw, and it was like, uh, this week's update on how many touchdowns Russell Wilson has thrown versus how many bathrooms he has in his home. <laughs> Russell Wilson, after this week, threw zero passing touchdowns, and he is at seven for the season. Russell Wilson's home did not add or remove any bathrooms this week, so they are still currently at 12 bathrooms for their home. 12 <laughs> bathrooms. 12 bathrooms for it's, their home. Why? It's unbelievable. <laughs> He's his season looks so bad. He's at seven touchdowns for the season. He's at five interceptions and two lost fumbles. So he's got as many turnovers as he does touchdowns, and he's not the problem Melvin Gordon was. If this keeps going the way it's going, there will be an ESPN 30 for 30 documentary at some point about how the Seattle Seahawks robbed the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be, Carroll, it'll be the Carroll, best trade since the Herschel Walker one for sure. Yep. This keeps going this way for Russell Wilson and the Broncos. There will be a 30 for 30 about, did I ever tell you the story of how one team traded their best <laughs> weapon, but he was actually dog poo. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, oh, the Steelers and the Bengals played this week, didn't they? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure did. Dirty Joe and the boys. Dirty Come Joe's on. and the boys. Against Tiny Hand Pickett and Cincinnati Bengals, 37, Pittsburgh Steelers, 30. John, this is your dream matchup right here. (laughs) So Dirty Joe Burrow went for 355 yards, four touchdowns, threw a couple picks. Dirty Joe Mixon, I'm going to have to take that title away from him this week. He got a concussion. He got concussed. All right, I'll let him have it. Uh, anyways, the boys did pretty good. T. Higgins over 150 yards, almost receiving. Yep. Whoever you, whoever this guy is, how do you say his last name? Perrine, Peron, whoever he is. Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan. Yep. Whoever he is, he had three receiving touchdowns. They look solid. Uh, Kenny Pickett, 265 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. 
really didn't rush the ball much this week. Um, the Haji Harris had 90 yards and a couple touchdowns. He looked solid. And then good old Pickens. Pickens to Pickett to Pickens. Mm. <laughs> yep. Pickett to Pickens. Mm. Pickett to Pickens. Um, anyways, still uh, Steelers 3-7. and seven. I think Mike Tomlin is going to get his first losing season on the year. Um, let's have a moment of silence. That's a bold call. Him. That's a bold call, John. <laughs> um, w- what One thing of drama, anytime you got the Bengals and the Steelers going on, you know there's going to be drama. Uh, looks like George Pickens is going to fit in just fine. Towards the end of the game, he uh, had some uh, uh, an illegal hit on a Bengals player and got ejected from the game. So George Pickens is going to be just fine under Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll tell you else is going to be just fine, Jay. The Kansas City Chiefs, because <laughs> they got a quarterback named Patrick Mahomes. They beat the Chargers 30-27. to And this game started the Chargers. Finally, full arsenal of receivers to start this game, minus their tight end. That Keaton Allen was back. Mike Williams was back. Josh Palmer was there. They start the game off. 50-yard bomb for a touchdown. Amazing. Second drive, Mike Williams gets hurt. But it grew at a great game. The Chiefs won 30-27. to Very exciting. Came down to the end. They gave too much time for Patrick Mahomes. He found Travis Kelsey at the end for a game-winning touchdown. Kelsey was six catches for 115 yards and three touchdowns. And Mahomes had 329 yards passing. Pachenko, their rookie, had 100 yards that game. Uh, Not too bad. Not too bad. Herbert, probably best game of his year so far. Still not Herbert-like, but 280 yards, a couple touchdowns. They looked, their offense looked a lot better. Um... Big win for the Chiefs, though, because you don't want – I don't think you want those Charger teams in the playoffs because once they're no. healthy, they're going to be very, very hard to beat. So um, big win, division win for the Chiefs. They're sitting atop the AFC still. And they look appear to be the team to beat right now in the NFL. You know, and the Chiefs started off, they really were trying to get purposeful with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, he's the one that started the game. He, he was in there for the first – three or four drives he um got up and ran just the off first was, drive he was just in there the first drive i, I yeah um the, the the first drive meant the first three to four plays yeah and then he got up and ran out um and he you could tell he had a limp to him um i can't remember what they ruled that was it a high ankle sprain yep but high ankle was, sprain he was ruled out what is with the high the ankle game? sprains in the nfl this year i, I, I feel like he's getting high ankle sprains yeah it was concussions the first Seven weeks and that's high ankle sprains. <laughs> these yep. guys need to these guys need to lace up some high tops. Get those ankles secured with some laces. I guess they said stop hitting players in the head, so now players are diving at the feet <laughs> and they're just destroying the feet now. Oh man, it's you just gotta it's hard to pick which one you want, but uh yeah, so uh, once he left the game, Pacheco took over and he looked great. They 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 were rushing well over ten yards of carry. Um and so I love that they kept rushing the ball getting first downs and then Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes that is a duo mm-hmm. that is a beautiful duet and I was very happy tell you what if you folks if you have Travis Kelsey on your fantasy teams <laughs> dynasty or not don't ever trade him don't 
ever trade him. It's a terrible mistake. It's a terrible idea. Don't look at his age. He's the best tight end in football. Who who did that, Ryan? Do you know? I know a guy who did it twice. (laughs) Yeah. Travis Kelsey is just like you know, he's just like the soul. I don't know how to say it, man. When he runs those routes and catches those balls, he kind of does the same move every time, or does the fake to the right. Go to the left, fake to the right, go to the left. And he does it so beautiful. And it's just watching this ballerina on the field just dancing around and getting all these touchdowns. You're just like, this is what football is all about right here, man. <laughs> this guy, he is so good at what he does. Yeah, he just, and, he's just so good at understanding the open space. Yeah, the de- he really how to read is. a defense and getting in the open space. You know, and uh, Herbie fully loaded out there, man. He looked pretty good with some of his throws. Um, yeah. Yep. He, he did look good um, when Mike Williams was in there. That one, he only had that one catch, but you could tell like the effectiveness of Mike Williams, or yep, just when he's absolutely. not in there. You know, mm-hmm. like when he has those guys in there, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. You know, he is much more comfortable, and you could you saw that early on. And I was like, oh man, we're about to get a shootout going on here. I was getting yeah really when they excited. get when they get that three headed monster at receiver healthy man they're gonna be ah, that, that team's just gonna be scary i just i'm excited to watch them when they get them all back yeah so so well, i'll tell you we'll who I happens was, i'll tell you who i was excited about watching tonight and that was the 49ers um ever since they've gotten christian mccaffrey i just i make i've been picking the niners to win ever since they've made that trade and i just i was excited to see them play tonight and with debo samuel healthy they were making great plays with debo Brandon Ayuk had two touchdown passes, and then they also have an elite tight end in George Kittle. George Kittle with uh, 84 yards and two touchdowns tonight. Um, the 49ers easily beat the injured Cardinals 38-10. to uh, Colt McCoy was in the game for a while um, for the Cardinals. He ended up getting taken out sometime towards the end of the third quarter. Um, I'm not sure if he was hurt or if they were just no, benching him. No, just pulled him. They, they pulled just pulled them. them. Um, but, yeah, uh, a highlight for the Cardinals, uh, Greg Dortch. I don't know if you saw some of the plays that tiny Greg Dortch made. I don't know how tall he is, but he looks like a toddler on the field. But when that ball is thrown to him, he's going to make the catch. The, the There were some crazy balls. Like, they're thrown low like on the ground and he's just scooping them and making some incredible plays again he just looks like a little kid running around out he's there just a big dorch man but greg dorch <laughs> nine dorch. catches 103 yards uh that was probably the only bright spot i saw for the cardinals other than that just a butt whooping uh, 49ers are dangerous craig dorch is five foot seven i just looked that up five foot seven kyler murray is four foot nine still so (laughs) it's dorch plays football you guys you guys ever watch uh you guys are probably too young but back in the day dwarf plays golf or dwarf you guys ever see those shows Uh, tim conway tim conway would go on his knees and put shoes under his knees and he'd be a dwarf it was comedy it was oh so that's offensive these days <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> it is but dorch plays football we yeah, can the, I think laugh the at that or talk about it what was it called <laughs> no, i'm gonna make sure it looks that up. the niners uh, we talked about a few weeks ago when they got mccaffrey they're probably the most dangerous team in the nfc yep i don't know those rams are gonna come back get them 
Oh, oh, no. Rams are out. I don't think the Rams even mathematically can make it anymore. And but, speaking uh, speaking of the really inept Rams, we didn't say this earlier. They now officially hold the title for the worst record coming off of a Super Bowl oh ever. Yeah, they were tied sure. with the uh, who were they tied with? I can't even remember. Um, but yeah, Buck the Rams Newsbrim. look probably a team that Rams lost their quarterback bad. or something for the year. I'm guessing. <laughs> but yeah, the the Rams officially hold that record now. All right. We got uh, three games on Thanksgiving this week. I don't think any teams are on a bye, so we'll have a full slate for you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on The Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.